following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Not panic, ladies and gentlemen. Missing microphones can't stop us. We have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore Live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. For Sunday the 18th of, mm, let's see, May yep. 2014. So I'm thinking ahead to June because that's where stuff starts to begin in earnest. We've got Phoenix Comic Con this first week of June this year instead of Memorial Day weekend. It's so weird. I'm never going to get used to that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're used to things being a certain way. Yep. Uh, this is Casually Hardcore, and I am Gnome Wise. And I'm Grail. And we are sharing an oblong uh, device. That's right. Between the two of us. Yep. Equally. Well, more or less equally. You seem to be, uh, you know, taken to it better than I have. Domed. Domed. It is indeed yes. domed, yes, for yeah. somebody's pleasure or other. It's pretty big. The, the girth is impressive. Yeah. Um, for those of you playing the home game, look up the Blue Yeti microphone and you'll know what the hell we're talking about. That's right. Uh, yeah, because we've been ping-ponging back and forth between locations, the uh, gear hath gotten scattered to the four winds. Yeah. And uh, subsets of it exist at Grail's place and my place and... Bit, the right bits didn't land in the right uh, shoots today. So nope. We are doing the USB microphone thing instead of the mixing desk thing. The sad downside of that is we have no capacity for taking Skype calls then. So we won't be, we'll not be able to do Nerds with Opinions except for the old school way. So dust off your old-fashioned IRC skills and get typing stuff into IRC that you want us to respond to as we talk about stuff today, make fools of ourselves, misstate facts, and uh, enrage your deeply held nerd opinions. Because that's what we're here to do. Yeah. I don't know if anybody knows how to read anymore, though. So they know Those you days are done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm there. Yeah. So there. Uh, in fact, we have to... Uh, Actually, do things like play appropriate uh, segment titles and stuff because we aren't doing tangents. Are kind of a big deal. I am, in fact, kind of a big deal. Yeah, that sequel finally came out, right? Yeah, and I, I didn't hear lots of singing praises. I guess it was a kind of a little of a, bit of a letdown. Yeah, it, it's hard to live up to the first one already. Recapture that. Lightning. I tried to go in with pretty low expectations, and it was. A little bit worse than oh. I was expecting. I mean, it had some funny scenes for sure, and it's good to see the characters again. But overall, I don't know what they just—they didn't quite capture the same. Magic. Did it suffer the, the like the Bruce Almighty effect? Yeah, just, maybe. doing the same formula again. Except like I didn't think Bruce Almighty was all that great. So okay, it's a hard it's analogy. Not, not a good comparison but, there. But for yeah, it. it's. I don't know. I, I never really thought too hard on what was lacking in it because it had, you know, still Will Ferrell and, and Ron Burgundy's role. It had the Channel Four News team. Uh, it had all the pieces from the first movie, but it just had a different tone to it, so it didn't quite work. And just and at some points, you felt like they were really like, okay, the first movie was super over the top, so now we have to go like five hundred miles over the top to make it funny. And there's some scenes where you're just like, this is just 
beyond like bizarre funny. This is just bizarre and right. stupid. And <laughs> yeah, you, you've 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 gone too far over the line. Yeah, it's Barry in the in the Black Void. You know, if, if only we had you know some somebody to stand between us and the seething mass, mass of humanity that is the Black Void. Uh, some uh, I don't know an IRC representative or uh, I don't know product productor. Nah. Doing his normal IRC thing, uh, which we'll be relying on a little bit more today since we have no uh, no capacity for Skypeage, is the Barry Bond Awesome, Barry VA in the IRC. Give him love. Damn. And say hi to Reginald while you're at it. Yeah. The important part. Yes. So, I actually snuck out with, with Iolite out of town. She's back east doing family stuff in the Baltimore area. Okay. Snuck out with the kids. Put one kid in the uh, movie theater childcare area. Took the other kid in to see Big Horkin Monster movie. Oh, okay. So, what was your opinion of it? I know you're a fan of Big Horkin Monster movies, though. So, I mean, I'm a fan in the sense of they were a part of my formative years. Right. I can't go back and watch them. They okay. don't. They don't hold up to, okay. a, to adult scrutiny. All right. It's big guy in rubber suit. Sure. This. I truly feel is exactly the movie that the guys who did the early kaiju movies would have done had they had access to this kind of technology. Right. right. It had... It didn't change its formula one bit. Um, we'll do some, some... Have you seen it? No. Okay. So, so I've heard a lot of reviews of it. Light spoilering, because going in spoiler-free increases the fun quotient <clears throat> on this one. Sure. But they they changed the Godzilla origin story slightly. Um, used to be, it was you know a, a morality tale about the dangers of of the atomic right. age, and you know we're, we're mutating things into monsters. And instead, they've changed this one where these are creatures that hail from a time when the the natural radiation of the planet was way higher, mm-hmm. and the very tops of the food chain survived and have gone deep underground or deep under the ocean where there's still natural radiation that's part of their food source. So Godzilla is the is the apex predator of that food chain, which right. is why he survived all this time. And we started tugging him out of retirement by putting, oh, nuclear submarines down there. And he's like, mmm, yummy. Those look tasty. Right. So that's the setup for why Godzilla still exists. Right. And... It's but they take it you know, from that foundation and and run with it, and it, it could have been a plot lifted from any you know Mothra yeah. or any any of the other Godzilla verses, and it was uh, tons of really stupid fun. Yeah, and <clears throat> it's actually a suspense film because you don't get to see right. the monsters. All that much, yeah. There's a lot of tap dancing around them. Them in the distance. That was the uh, the complaints I've read mm-hmm. was that it was just lacking 
Godzilla. <laughs> and they yeah, eventually get around to serving it up. But then the you know the on the plus side, I've heard the same thing that well, look at the older monster movies. That really is what they did as well. It's, it took a long time before you really got into Godzilla destroying the city. It was mm-hmm. usually the first hour was all just set up in like little tantalizing right. bits. And because they only had the one model of Tokyo. Right, right. And so they could only, only do it once. They could only rampage yeah. through it the one time. Right, right. This maintains that formula mm-hmm. with a much better human story sure. behind it. Sure. Um, but it has it just it had all the nostalgic without being in your face nostalgic yeah. trappings of what I expected you know what what nine year old me would have expected from a monster movie matinee on TV on a Saturday oh, okay um, with wicked better monsters sure sure um, and the the redesign of you know Godzilla looks awesome. And but holds true in all the important ways, even even the dumb rubberish foot design. Yeah, they do the occasional close up of him stomping something. It's right, like, you could have made that you know much more articulated with you know toes and claws. Yeah, and things. nope, big Just big cylindrical thud. Yeah, <laughs> you did that on purpose. You decided no, we're going to keep the no. dumb back feet. Just. Flat. The front claws way totally different, yeah. better, more interesting to look at. Oh, that's cool. But they they kept. You know the the spines up the yeah. back, all the all all the fun, yep, subtle changes to the neck and face that, that just made it more believable as a creature that might have evolved, huh? Instead of obvious guy in suit, yeah, with his hand up doing the jaw right, work, right? Um, but if you if monster movies were part of your formative years, even a little bit, go see it. It's it's a ton of fun. And and you know I, I had the pleasure of introducing it to my son, yeah. who has no background, so he he will only ever know the cool monsters. So to him, you know Pacific Rim style kaiju, and these are the are the, are the low bar, right? Um, which I guess is all for the better, because yeah, I mean it's, it'd be tough, I think, to uh, a tough sell to take a, a kid, take a kid from, now uh, and take like, hey, look at this, it's really yeah. cool. Dad, this is the dumbest thing ever. What, yeah. what, what are you trying to do? To me? Yeah. Did, did, did I do something wrong? Is this a punishment? But was he okay with the slow buildup to get yeah. to the... Okay. Well, that's good. No, he didn't, he didn't get overly um, distracted. Like, come on, let's, let's go. Where's no, but he also had an enormous bag of Starbursts oh, okay. and well, popcorn good. to keep him occupied. There you go. So he's over there sugaring himself up and going, hey. <laughs> right on. Yeah, no, I've heard some really good, like, positive... Solid, like eight out of ten type reviews. Yeah, for it. So, I mean, you have to you have to be in the right mindset. Sure, of course. Do not go in expecting high art. No, no. Um, take take the same mindset you would have taken into Pacific Rim. Sure, I think this actually delivered better than Pacific. And Rim. that's what I've heard too. Is because the, the the human side is more compelling. From people that I know that have seen Pacific Rim and were kind of at my review of it level, they liked Godzilla a lot better. Yeah, so that was, and cool. I can understand why. Yeah. Um, the, there was no, you know, f- 
future wacky yeah. background world that wasn't terribly believable. Right. There wasn't a, you know, a stationary rift in the Pacific Ocean yeah. that never moves that they, they never built a ring of guns around. Right, right. So, yeah. And, and I mean, also the Guillermo, it was a Del Toro movie, right? Yeah. yeah. So he went in with the intent of making it cheesy also in a lot of areas. Yeah. And so... And these that, guys, I think, really took it to, no, we're going to make... Make a serious or we're gonna a, movie. We're going to make a kaiju movie. Sort of, yeah. There wasn't... I can't think of really any comedic beats really? at all. Okay. Um, Good. Yeah, it's just it's kind of they kind of ran with it. All right. And and it wasn't unintentionally cheesy. Right. Right. Which that's, was, yeah. was absolutely that's a the, danger. The death of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like oh, this is so funny. It's like it's not meant to be. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Rut row. Are we in sucker punch territory? Right. Uh oh. So, hmm. I didn't mind sucker punch. I thought it was okay. See, I, I, I've never seen it, but I, yeah. I'm given to understand you are wildly in the minority on that one. I, I caught it on HBO or Netflix or something one Okay, day. so it's not like it dropped 25 No, bucks, no. It was just one of those, like, oh, I'll have, have watch it. And, I mean, it had some silliness to it, but it was definitely eye candy, that's for sure. Um, both from the actresses and the special effects standpoint. So, yeah, I thought it worked. Okay, Barry V.A. has an interesting observation about the Godzilla movie, which I hadn't considered. Uh, My only problem with the new Godzilla movie is the token hero and his wife, which are the human couple that we care about, of course, with a little four-and-a-half-year-old boy, of course, course. um, were played by the exact same two actors that that were revealed in the post-credits of Captain America 2. They will be playing brother and sister in Avengers 2, Ah. Scarlet Witch and uh, Quicksilver. So it skeeved me out when they kissed Eh. So they were already in your brain as brother and sister, and now you see them. Bow, chicka, bow, wow. Oh, see anybody that didn't see the teaser though for the they were unre- they were unrecognizable in those. That's the, what the, I mean. That, but now brief. they'll be going into the uh, the next movie and be like, why aren't they kissing? Uh, <laughs> different universe, people. Ba, ba. Different universe. Exactly. It's not like Captain America turns into you know Johnny Torch. Yeah, good God. <laughs> Who would have thought? Or, 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 or now Johnny Storm suddenly being African-American. I mean, go That's figure. That's true, too. Yeah. It's not like, you know, his, his sister wasn't Hispanic in the last film or anything. Oh, yeah, that's right, huh? Yeah, just Galba. Hell, right. half anyway. She's yeah. half French-Canadian, half Mexican. Definitely didn't look like brother and sister. No, no they, 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 they blonded her up, too. Yeah, I mean. of course. Well, she's blonde, so she must be Caucasian. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, that's an interesting one where I'm watching the development of where they're going to take the story and the reboot of Fantastic Four to explain away the fact that this historically brother and sister pair are now racially different. Yeah. I'm assuming it's going to be either they're not brother and sister anymore, the, but the casting says Sue Storm and Johnny Storm, or different parent, you know, different mother, different yeah. father, or yeah. adoption. Right, right. The actor they've chosen, I can totally see playing the arrogant, um, self-absorbed Johnny Storm. Hmm. So they, they've chosen well. I just, I'm curious to see how they're going to write around the race thing. And, of course... Nerds losing their crap all over the internet is always entertaining. Of course. I mean... It's what we do, damn it. Seriously. It's kind of funny. I was giving some thought to Batfleck on the way over. Ah, Batfleck. Yeah. See, even you're using the term. Yeah. Have you seen the, the first reveal picture of the Batmobile and him in his new yes. suit? Yes, yes. The suit, I mean, the suit is straight out of Dark Knight Returns, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. The suit looked fine, and the Batmobile was good. I mean, it was It fine. looked like an evolution of the yeah. Tumbler. I mean, yeah. it's believable as the it, next gen. It was ter- perfectly fine. But but I think what, what was your thought? Well, I mean, I think a lot of the reason... So you have, like, two main reasons why I think people 
are hating, like hating on Ben Affleck playing the role of Bruce Wayne Batman. Number one is Daredevil, of course. I mean, he's already taken a shot at a costume movie. Right. It well isn't that good of a even. I don't know anybody in that role could have saved that movie. It yeah. wasn't good, and really, it seemed like they just said, "Well, we need somebody with a Boston accent. Get in there and just be Ben Affleck in a rubber yeah. suit." So I think that hurt it a lot. I think the second thing is most people identify him with that accent, and they're yes. really scared of hearing you know him refer to the Batka. <laughs> I mean, it's well, he's played it up in so many of his movies. Yes, and mean, he does well. And but I think you know you look. But at I've all, seen him in roles where he does not right. use the accent. He doesn't have so to have be, the accent. Be fine. I think is the thing. Look at Argo. Okay. And there's there's yeah, Argo. I think is a good example. There's been many examples of him doing a really good job as an actor. Right. And then there's been examples, of course, where it hasn't been good at all. But Armageddon. You, Armageddon. I mean, yeah, there's been a, a, a few. But, yeah, you know... The, Armageddon, also known as Paycheck. Right. The town was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Boston movie, but right. still, it was a really well-done movie. I mean, so I think he has it in him to do... And I think he's got enough charisma to pull off the Bruce Wayne portion. It's just, can he bring the intensity or whatever he's going to bring into the well, role I mean, of Batman? Bale... Bale played Batman angry. Like, yeah, he but was I, mad I, the entire was, time. I just I could I could never. The voice was too much for me. I didn't mind it. I thought it was a good without them resorting to technology. A way to say how can you not tell? I mean, he never sounded like Batman as Bruce Wayne. Like you never could mix those two voices the together. One good line from the Green Lantern movie. Mm-hmm. Did you think? Yeah, I wouldn't recognize you just because I couldn't see your cheekbones. Right. Right. Thank you. But Batman had more he has the full cow. Yeah, the full cow. Right. So, so I, I still. I understand he was disguising right. his voice. Yeah, it just seemed a bit much to me. It was, but it was. I think there At was. At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Darth Batman. What? Darth Wayne. Sorry. Darth Wayne. Um. So yeah, and it, it also has been over a decade since the. Uh, Daredevil was made. From yeah. The missing number in the IRC yeah. points out. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to let it go and give it a shot there. Um, Total <laughs> tangent, because you say let it go, which of yeah. course in this household is all about Let it frozen. go! Exactly. Let it go! But <laughs> um, I've admitted on this show before, my, my one network TV mainstream guilty pleasure mm-hmm. is Once Upon a Time. Oh, that's right, yeah. And... Uh, if you haven't seen the se- the season finale, spoiler alert, um, they did there's something new that is reflecting the the new way media is done in this modern era. So, I mean, Once Upon a Time exists because Disney owns ABC, and so they have access to the entire back catalog of the Disney versions of all the storytale or fairy tale characters. Okay. So you're not just seeing in the show, you know, Snow White. Sure. You're seeing the Disney edition of Snow White. Right, they even right. had her in the dress and in the bun yeah. this season. Yeah. Um so they do their mostly wrap up, plant the seeds of of conflict for the next uh season and do a momentary reveal on one of the potential villains for the next season, uh-huh. and they trot out Elsa from Frozen. Ah. So a movie that premiered last November is already informing a live-action TV show less than a year later. Impressive. And they they reacted quickly. They didn't 
the impression I guess they didn't realize what a hit they had on their hands with Frozen. No. They didn't they they got much better response than they expected. And it's uh Mendel's fault for that basically that one show stopping song and the entire thing went viral and then yeah. Yeah, it was a cute, yeah, was cute, cute. fun story yeah. and a nice twist on you know, it was sisters. Right. And it was, you know, family love, not romantic love. Romantic love took a major backseat. And yeah. there was even Disney poking fun at themselves where the one male lead just turns to the female lead and said, Wait a second, you got engaged to a guy you met the same day? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Nobody does that. It's like, uh huh, you listen to Disney? Look at every other Disney film ever. Oh, of course. Um, so. That's interesting because I haven't seen Frozen, so I, I know the song because it's everywhere. Right. I've heard it. But it is. I mean, it is. It's a Pixar. It's essentially yeah. a Pixar film. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's good to. I mean, that's the second now, kind of in a row. Well, not in a row, but at least like Brave had the same right type of thing. Now it did deal with the arranged marriage right. portion, but it was much more about love let's, between daughter and, and right. mother, mother and daughter. This yeah. was this was definitely in sisters who had lost their parents. Oh, okay. Um, it's also a massive, um, barely hidden story about closeted homosexuality. Nice. Because um, the, the elder sister has the, the frost power that she has to keep hidden at all costs. Ah. So the, the, you know, connecting the dots to, oh, you're, you're a closeted lesbian and no one can know or they'll reject you. Okay, let's not be too subtle about this. <laughs> um, but... It, it makes for a really compelling non-villain villain who yeah. just wants to be left the hell alone. Right, right. Um, but is stuck in a position of power, has this thing about herself she can't change but feels she can't reveal. Gotcha. And has to shut her sister out. And so and, okay. and, and, and warm, heartwarming story ensues. Right. And there's a, 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 a snow golem. Um, yeah. The... the they just kind of gloss over the fact that she can create life. Well, she just casually creates living things out of snow and ice. Nah, never mind the whole. It's alive. <laughs> Tish posh, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, when you said "let it go," I had to go off my my tangent right. of kudos on Disney on bringing that in, bringing that in, yeah. and you know, rapid response team Alpha getting in there, and you know, getting a live action person cast and costume designed and. Uh, milking us for every penny we're worth. Yeah. No, let's see if it's any good. I mean, the the show in general to me has kind of gone a little over the edge of late. So it's best years maybe behind it, but yeah, it's still it's still the the one mainstream network show that absolutely should not appeal to me that I keep to just me. keep going. I to. keep they keep dragging me back in, man. It's got um, what's the actress's name? She was in House and Tron Legacy. Oh, um. um God, yeah, I lo- Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Yeah. No, it's not Olivia Wilde. It's um, similar, though. Oh, God, she was... The other the other female lead from House, Blonde. Oh. From the, the original... Oh, yeah, yeah. One that Olivia yeah, Wilde, yeah. Came, Olivia Wilde basically yeah. came and took her place. Yeah, she wasn't in trial. Olivia Wilde right, in no. Tron, but yeah, no, I know who you're I was crossing about. the stream. Yeah, because I've seen... Because she plays the detective on the show. Yeah, right? she, she's yeah. the... Was she was, the, she was the focus. the hell she is now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody in the... Uh, let's see, Mission... Why does everything closeted need to be... Associated? I'm not sure where that term... 
came from. I can imagine where it came from, where you would sneak off to the closet to um, yeah. have fun. Skeletons in the closet. <laughs> Skeletons in the closet, same idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> she says, yeah, talk to the atheists who live in the Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Have fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure it could apply to many things, but uh, so, you know, anything. So it could apply to, to that, could apply to homosexuality, could apply to... I don't know. Whatever else. And, and whatever what minority about, in the majority world. An unhealthy world. love of Brussels sprouts? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> who, who told you that? Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. That's, it, could re- uh, it represents it all. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Yeah. The moral of the story is, go see Godzilla. There you go. <laughs> Godzilla! Godzilla! Big guy, rubber suit. A big guy, red suit, answers to Santa. Right. All right, where do we live off here? We started in odd time because of the whole microphone debacle, right. so I'm keeping my time straight here. Ah, so our poor Dax has been struck low by the mighty strep demon. Yeah, super sick from that um, for about a week now. Oof. So Matthew or Aridan had a lip for a little bit, and I got... They shrug it right off. I got like a, a sore throat a couple days ago. Like I was like, oh, no, here it's we go. It's coming. And so then my uh, stepmom had told me, she's like, she's into very homeopathic type medicine, cures, that type of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of focus your chi and all that good stuff. So, but one of the things she said, you know, give this a shot because it works for me. And it was uh, gargling uh, apple cider vinegar. That one I've not heard before. Let me tell you, when you have a sore throat, that hurts. I imagine so. Bad. High acidity. Oh, Unbelievably God. bad, but it was like every time I did it three times a day and it kind of peaked and then went away. So I had no ill effects and it was like, wow. Like one of those things like I have to really not want to be sick to do that to again. To be willing to do that. But it was it was good because I really couldn't be sick this next week. So I was happy that it worked. So yeah, definitely... And apparently, you have to do it at the start. Like, you can't wait till you're already really sick and right. then start doing trying it because it's too trying late. Trying to beat back but, the infection. But apparently, it's, it's kind of like the same thing. Like, if, you know, you can uh, suck on a zinc tablet. It apparently helps a lot, too, and those type of things. So I gave it a try. It hurts, but if you can't be sick, it's worth a shot. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen, like, things like Tamiflu have been shot down as being totally ineffective. Oh, yeah. And so sometimes the old, oldies but yeah. goodies. And sometimes you look at Eastern medicine... And, yeah, you see a fair amount of leechcraft in there yeah. and, you know, borderline bloodletting stuff. But, you know, yeah. 2,500 years of trial and error, right. you're going to find a couple things that actually yeah. work. you got to separate, yeah, the, the crazy from the, right. well, that might have a shot. <laughs> I mean, I look, I look at acupuncture that way. Of The charts they have and the reasons yeah. they say it work don't fly with me. Right. It totally works. See, I've done it before, and apparently it's something you have to do, though, over a long period. At least that's what I was told, because I did it once, and I was just like, eh, eh. I don't feel any different. And uh, and it might be person-specific. And there was, like, two of them that they put in that were like, hey, hey, hey! Oh, that really is hurting. So. <laughs> I'm reminded of a comedian talking, uh, one of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour oh, okay. guys. so, like... Jeff, uh, not Jeff Foxworthy, not the, the other, cable guy. No, not Larry the third uh, one. I don't know. That's but, he, I'm, I'm but basically redneck point. type guy going yeah. to get acupuncture. <laughs> and he's, oh, you big baby, you no hurt. And he's like, get home, take my hand. Oh, oh, she left the needle in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that part didn't happen to me, but yeah, it's um, you know, there's there's plenty of stuff we have no freaking idea about, and you can just say, well, but it but it worked. Yeah, even if it was the, totally the placebo effect, I felt better, and that's all yeah, I care. Exactly. It is in fact all about me. That's 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 exactly true. If something works for you. you know, don't continue knock rotating. It. Yeah, you may continue rotating. I will stay here. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's why you got just the men folk. Yeah, so I like traveling far over the hills and far away, and and Daxa didn't gargle with uh, no. apple cider vinegar. She tried it once, and then was like, "No way." <laughs> and that, nope, that was that. So and Cheryl's was pretty set in. Plus, she actually had people at her work that had nasty strep and stuff like that. So she so had been fully she had been exposed. exposed. So I spent like the first part of the week just trying to avoid contact with her as much as possible. Hi, honey, how yeah. you doing over there? Yeah, you need to stay away from me. So. Be afraid. Yeah. Fear your spouse is what we're saying. That's right. Really. Yeah. I mean, or, or container. One of yeah, con- yeah, yeah. Con- there you go. Contain your spouse. Yeah. Um, so when once uh, the police get here and want to chat with yeah. us about, you know, when did you stop beating your wife, sir? Um, so we will return shortly with the Geeks in the Gaming World. Uh, you know, some of us actually been gaming, and some interesting things have happened this week. Uh, yeah. The, the Xbox 180 saga continues. Yeah. Uh, all of that and more when we return to Casual Hardcore. We'll be back right after this. This is Dills from The Instance and The Angry Chicken, and you are listening to Alpha Geek Radio. Hey, little man, get up out of bed and wipe all the sleep from those eyes. Know that it's late, but we just couldn't wait to tell you our big new surprise. Remember that night about three months ago when you walked into mom and dad's room? And then how we talked of the birds and the bees, and arousal and climax and wombs. Well, six months from now, you'll be a big brother. That's right, little tiger, it's true. Mommy and Daddy are making a better version of you. It might be a boy, just like his older brother, but without the flaws holding you down. Or if we are lucky, we could have a girl like we wanted the first time around. This new person won't wet the bed Or bug us for candy and toys I bet the new you will shut up when we tell them And not make so much goddamn noise Thanks to the five years we've had you to practice on Now we know what not to do Mommy and Daddy are making a better And he will 
five-year-old boy to take in. But we know that you're brave and you're tough. Brave and you're tough. We ask that you give to him all of your love and your bedroom and all of your stuff. It's not a replacement. It's more like an upgrade. It's our little guy version two. Mommy and Daddy are making the buns in the oven and baking. Mommy and Daddy are making a better version of you. Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore continues live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. Shared microphone edition. Yeah. My microphone. Mine. <laughs> it's mine. No touchy. No touchy. And we're Geeks in the Gaming World. And there's news this week that we touched on earlier. Yeah. Our friends at Microsoft. Oh, in battle, Microsoft Xbox. So, flashback to E3 last year, uh, mere days before the head of the Xbox division uh, left under mysterious circumstances. (laughs) Duress. Um, Also known as the the day that Sony executives were skipping around the convention center and singing. Uh, Ding dong, the witch is dead. The... Hard line that Microsoft took on many of the air quotes features of the soon to be released Xbox One. So the running joke has been it's the Xbox One 80 because they kept doing 180 degree turns on these things. So the always on requirement went away. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. Always connected. Right. Was a was a big sticking point for people out of the gate. Sure. Another huge one was the no the Connect is absolutely vital to the functioning of the Xbox yeah. One and will never be removed because the unit won't work without it. Coming next week, Xbox One without Kinect. Right. $100 less, and then later in the year they will offer a $100 add-on for those who wish to add Kinect sure. to their non-Kinect Xbox Ones. Um, so much for vitally important to the operation of the... They, it's like... Stop trying to make Connect happen. Yeah, it's it's not going to happen, Microsoft. Well, and I think that part of it came from uh, the fact that as soon as they allowed you to turn off the camera on the Connect, yeah. because that was a big concern, people like privacy. I don't want this, this all hot on the heels me. of, of sure, of, NSA uh, crap. Yeah. So uh, as soon as they allowed you to turn that off, so the Connect for the most part became a glorified microphone. And they tried to make a very big deal out of the voice commands. And it is. The voice commands are good. And they actually... They, they, they got good. Well, the patch this you, month... You is got yours a little later than yeah. launch. At launch, apparently, it was not all that No, awesome. I, and I'm sure. And even this month, they're allowing you to opt in to even help them improve if you want to. Great. Even more, like, you know, basically record your voice, get a better uh, understanding of what the voice commands are. So you can do it if you want to or not. And I, I probably will, because I think it's a... It was really neat... Um, last, not this last week, but the week before was the NFL draft. 
And so I have a couple friends that I watched the draft with, and I got home, and they were like, let's let's meet up on Xbox One, we'll watch the draft there. Now, this is the way this situation went down. Both of them, one of them has their Xbox in a room that doesn't have a cable box. The other one doesn't have cable. They've cut the cord. Okay. So they both were able to fire up an app on there that allowed them to go in the NFL app and watch the draft stream to them that way. Awesome. I was able, I have mine going through my cable box, so I was able to go home, say, Xbox turn on, not have to try to find a remote, go watch watch ESPN. It went to ESPN, launch party app, connect there, like all through my voice. Like I did not move from my couch. Or have You're going to die of heart failure yeah. in activity. And I was able to sit there and go, you know, watch NFL Network and switch back and forth and talk to the people. The and way God intended. So it worked great. The, the voice commands worked great. I love the microphone. Now, do you need $100 for a microphone? Probably not. <laughs> Perry VA mm-hmm. uh, was suggesting a title for the episode. Shared microphone edition. Do you want strep? Because that's how you get strep. <laughs> exactly. That's how you get ants. Um, <laughs> you don't do Reddit, do you? No. That is a major meme. Really? On Reddit is picture of Archer and insert thing you want here. Yeah. My favorite one was my mother's sister is gay and is getting married. Huh. Do you want... Aunts, because that's how you get aunts. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I do do Reddit. I only do one subreddit, though, and it doesn't have memes on it. Uh-oh. I'm thirsty. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. I'm thirsty. Ask your brother for a drink. Arch nemesis wishes the world to know she that is she thirsty. is thirsty. Boom. And I gotta find where... There we go. So we're, we're a weekly dose of Arch Nemesis. Yes. So, I mean, I think... So, yeah, I mean, I don't find $100 for a microphone being that compelling. I bought this at me. Oh, boy. And now it's all gone to heck. And CPS Nemesis, you were supposed to be taking care of your sister. Remember? And I didn't mean take care of her. I mean, Maybe a lock on that care door. of like her. an inside lock might be worth it. No, I'd, I'd rather be a good parent. <laughs> just, just say it. Sure. Why don't we just lock the kids in a room? I've already got, you know, bathrooms with locks. Hey, not. That might work. Come over there and bitch slap you. Um, so, yeah, 100 bucks for basically a microphone. Because yeah. do you play any... Connect enabled games. I mean, I've seen you do them at parties that you host. Yes, connect because that's pretty yes. much where it shines as a, as a party. And game. like I said, for me, I would have ended up with a connect anyways because I have a Dax at my house who likes dance central okay. games. So it didn't matter. To it me actually served that. For- it was I would have bought it with it no matter what. Now, does Aridin need one in his room okay. that he's like you know five feet from the TV? No, doesn't need it. Really didn't. If it hadn't been such a great deal on that Xbox One, I would not have. I would have waited till this come out and not right. got the one with the Connect uh, because in general it doesn't add much for cramped spaces because you need to, to be able to see it. Now it does help a little bit. I mean, it adds some like convenience features like you don't have to log in; it just recognizes you right. by your face, that type of crap. But not creepy at all. Now the only thing I can see that's going to be a detriment though is that right now you had all the developers 
they knew that you had that. Right. But th- there wasn't any tidal wave of Kinect-only apps, which I think is what Microsoft was expecting to have happen, right. and it didn't materialize. Because it's, it's, not, it's not ever going to happen. But, I mean, now the developers were able to add a lot of voice commands and do stuff like that and interesting things in that space. Right. That now, where they could have always done it just as a, well, we know they're going to have this. Now they have to make the decision, like, well, should Are we, we put this Connect on there? And, and shave our potential yeah. customer Or base? it's just always going to be an optional thing, right. like what they did with the Connect on the 360. Like, Skyrim eventually added voice commands. So you but could, you could still run Skyrim But you could it. still, yeah, it came out without them. It was an add-on later right. on. So it, it hurts developers a little bit in terms of their flexibility, but not so much. And again, this was, again, a, a change of... Uh, the guard in some of the Xbox leadership, yeah. and they came in and immediately, boom. Well, no, I mean, Sony really has been the leader of this console generation. They, mm. they took the title from Nintendo, oh, as yeah. far as bulk number of units moved, and Microsoft is emulating them in another way that was also announced this week is annoying, and I didn't realize this because yeah. I've, I've not had the Xbox since the original Xbox. Right. I didn't realize you had to be a gold-level member to use things like Netflix and oh, Hulu. Yeah. You had to be paying an annual fee to be allowed to pay a monthly fee for those services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not going to happen. Yep. And Microsoft has recognized that, and they've taken away the requirement for Xbox Live Gold right. for services like Hulu Plus and Netflix. Um, free-to-play Arcade-style games and MMOs and such remain behind behind that pay that yeah. paywall. Yeah. So there there are still things you have to do a live gold. But honestly, how many people have Xbox Ones and don't have gold? Gold. I don't I mean, know. Is there anything? Is gold the entry level membership or is it? That's it. It's either you have it or you don't. Okay. That's it. There's no. Uh, yeah. There's no tiers to it. I mean, because they're and it's not massively expensive. No. But just the fact that. Trying to appeal... One of the things that Microsoft originally intended to do with the Xbox, and I can see where they've likely abandoned this goal just because it's such a saturated market, is to be the central hub of the the living room. And I have that dream, too. I would love to have a box or a TV integrated Mm -hmm. that just does all my crap. But because all of the political infighting and the grabbing for the viewers' dollars that goes on, I have to have a minimum of two boxes to yeah. get by. Well, I think you can almost what what it will take is an Apple TV, like an actual the, the TV, ITV, the fabled ITV. ITV. With an Xbox hooked up to it, and then you pretty much still, have that's still two boxes. It's well, I mean, you have to have a TV. I <laughs> Apple, mean, Apple is the big holdout because right. you can never get your. That's your what I iTunes mean. But store. if it's built into the TV, then you don't have to have an extra device. Right. So you, you're going to have a TV no matter what, and if you have one box with that TV, right. Yeah, of course, I'd love it all built into just the television. That'd make. It I mean, the easier. Apple TV comes the closest, right? Well, it gives you at least because you have to have something Apple to get into the iTunes. There are ways around that. I mean, you can do Plex. But it's clunky okay. as hell, and, and it's not for the the faint of heart. Yeah. And I mean, I'm a big Horkin media nerd, and I haven't found the time to really figure out how yeah. Plex works properly, because uh, that, that apparently is a way you can you can share your uh, iTunes media library on your local network, and Plex gives you a, a, a front end for it on things like the Roku. Right. So in theory, that could be your single interface, but I, I I'm I'm getting old and lazy and can't be bothered. 
I mean, I used to disassemble and hack my own TiVo for capacity sure. and do you know molecular level stuff to get the job done. I was younger and had time and energy. Yeah. Now I just want the freaking work. Yeah, just plug in and go. Just give me the that's damn definitely thing. where. So Why that's not? that's the the goal, and Microsoft just is wants to stay competitive in that. Yeah, so they it, it makes sense. No extra money. You're, you're paying Netflix. You're paying Hulu. Right. We're yeah. not going to charge yeah. you extra. It'll just work out of the box. Yeah. So I mean, in terms of winning or losing, I think the latest numbers right now has Sony like seven million installed consoles of the, current, of the four generation. of the of the four, and Xbox One's is like five million. Right. So it's it's, it's definitely a a gap. But and the um, Wii U laughably bad. No, not Nintendo even needs to examine their life choices. Right. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So uh, that actually annoys me because the, the, some of the promised features sure. are still never emerged sure. on the Wii U. The, yeah, the, they're they're a whole mess onto themselves. They make right. Xbox look like they've been made yeah. wise business decisions since the start. So yeah. it's uh, which is too bad because some some of the games that involve the. Mm-hmm. The gamepad are tons of fun. It's interesting, and it, I think that's a more interesting and compelling device. I take the gamepad over the connect, the connect, then or the motion, basically sensing in general. Well, I mean, for the general Wii, play, the Wii Motion Plus, which is the right, was the add-on for the Wii that made mm-hmm. it work the way they promised it would at launch, but it's integrated into uh, the Wii U. Yeah. Makes the the motion controls oh yeah really work. I had it, it on the Wii. It, it just kind of works. But again, it got like there's just only a subset of games where I felt like I gave a damn about right. it. Otherwise, it was like this is just making something that was really easy to do with a controller much harder to do. Right. Or like I'm not used to doing these motions. Whereas like before, I could just flick my thumb and voila. So part of me is curious to see. Part of me is wondering when the. Uh, Zeldas and the Mario's of the world are going to start showing up on other platforms. I, I, I right now Nintendo. Other than if they didn't have the 3DS and the handheld markets, which they own, which they're still doing very. Even though mobile's cut into it, it's still if you're going to buy a gaming device, you're pretty it's much gonna, buying it's going to 3DS XL. Um, so they have that, so they can keep making these poor life choices when it comes to consoles. <laughs> Whereas, like, Sega basically had only the consoles and eventually that, when the, the writing was on the wall, they said, okay, time to just uh, IP our stuff out and Sonic showed up everywhere. And yeah, I don't know if Nintendo there's some, there's will a, ever... a book that talks uh, not, uh, the, con- the early console years that yeah. the close shave... Because the, the PlayStation started life as a Nintendo-Sony co-development. Oh, okay. Um, it was going to be the CD add-on for the uh, SNES. Okay. And then there was a falling out between yeah. them. And there's a brief period of time where they courted Sega. Mm. And Sega might have been the one to roll out the PlayStation. Oh, and wow. that fell apart as well. So all these near misses and, and that instead led to say, screw it. We'll do it. We'll do it ourselves. Yeah. None of you guys are going to play ball. We'll make our own. Take our bat and our ball and go home. Yeah, and crush for a while. And then, yeah, they, they've, they've yeah. done fairly well. I mean, the... Uh, PS3 is the is, is as close to a misstep as I think you could. Well, it stumbled. I would. I mean, I think it's pretty clear. I think it, it was 361 that yeah. generation. And I think it was because they were overly. I mean, the PS3 processor was remarkable. Oh yeah, the cell the cell processor remains yeah. awesome. Um, their weirdness about. Here, pay us extra money if you want backwards compatibility. Right. 
thing. They had a lot of the same mistakes that Microsoft made this generation right. is what Sony did. Not only that, but Sony nobody also, learns is, is the moral of the story. Sony also had that period where they had like, got hacked and they lost all those credit cards. Yep. And I mean, there was a lot of bad press for them as they went on, and they. You know, in, in Xbox's favor, they had some really killer games that were exclusive on them. Uh, it took Sony a little while, almost to the end of it, where you had some really big uh, IPs on their part that hit and, and did really well. Well, right now, though, in the current generation, I mean, even though Sony has installed two million more consoles, for April, Titanfall was the best-selling game, mm-hmm. which is PC and 360 and one. Right. So. Well, part of the reason I brought up the cell processor mm-hmm. and, and the radical design yeah. of the PS3 is a great article on Polygon.com um, talking about why porting The Last of Us to PS4 was hell. Yeah. Because Last of Us for the PS3 was a tour de force of milking the PS3 for every bit of performance that it could provide. So it was very customized to that hardware, that processor architecture, that video architecture, and the love and unbelievable optimization they did totally shows. But it basically created an unportable game. Right. Because, okay, great. Sony totally changed their philosophy with the PS4 and has gone with much more off-the-shelf parts, no more custom CPU, and so when they're like, we have to port this to basically a completely foreign operating system, foreign hardware architecture, they had the graphic uh, assets, and that's about it. They essentially had to start over, and... Couldn't achieve, even though the PS4 is technically superior, more advanced hardware, couldn't achieve the same beauty and smoothness that they pulled off with the PS3 because they haven't been able to invest the amount of time in optimizing it for that specific platform that they did the first go around. Oh, yeah. So it's an interesting insight. If you're you're curious about Mm -hmm. why things are the way they are, in the game industry, especially the console and PC to, to console and console to PC ports, why things suck in the particular way that they do that seems impenetrable from our standpoint as end users. This is a really good article that says, hey, this job that these guys do, really hard sometimes. Yeah. The stuff that is asked of them. And it, just how... and. A lot of times where you look at a new console that comes out and goes, what do you mean it's not going to be backwards compatible? Why isn't that? This is the reason why. why. Because they probably looked at their catalog and went, even if it's just, say, 20% of their catalog has Mm -hmm. this issue, it still means, oh, my God, the amount of headache to basically go through and say, well, this one's going to have bugs or this one's going to not work or this one the developers would have to go back and fix. I can see why... Console makers in general just go, no. Screw it. It's not, not, well, I mean, not possible. Or, I mean, we touched on this earlier, and, and after reading this article, Sony's approach to, yes, pay us some extra money, and we will include the hardware from the PS2 in your PS3 mm-hmm. to allow perfect backwards compatibility. So we're basically going to sell you a PS2 and a PS3 right. in one box. And there you can play it. And if someone has an enormous back catalog of PS2 titles, yep. that was the perfect solution. 
But getting the average consumer to understand that is the challenge. Yeah. Although the hardcore gamers, oh, I'm sure they totally they got it, it and we're very thankful. We're like, awesome, yeah, Sony, you've done it right. No software emulation, no sketchy. Some will be supported, others are not. Awesome, great. But Bob off the shit. Why is this $150 more than that one? Yep. Yeah. So it's basically the, the uneducated consumer is is your 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 nightmare oh, yeah. scenario. But yeah, this is a really good read. Um, it'll be in the show notes as usual. And the the major quote from the from the article that Polygon pulled out was, "We expected it to be hell, and it was hell. It was hell. That's right. Um, it's a really good uh, microscopic look of why it's hard to port games from one platform to another, even within the same damn company. Right. Right." Two different generations, major design philosophy changes between three and four, and you're essentially starting over. Boned. So. We're boned. So, speaking about hell. Oh, hi. Uh, this has been Diablo 3's anniversary week. Yes, it's been fun. It's 100% been awesome. higher chance to get epic or to or get legendaries, and I haven't gotten any. <laughs> However, this morning I did finish Act 5. Oh, there you go. So, I have done my first. Uh, Full quest playthrough. In, yeah, then the yeah. playthrough with a mage. Okay, and did my first uh, quest in adventure mode. Yeah, and and now it's wow. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm playing World of Warcraft. Exactly. Okay. So, but yeah, no, it's definitely been a decent week to be there because they doubled the uh, rift shards you get from doing adventure. Never done a rift. Uh, well, you'll need these shards, and you yeah. get—I mean, in general, it's pretty easy I, to get a ton. Uh, but the other piece is obviously they give you a hundred percent increase on finding legendary items, which is based on the mode you play in. So, if you're playing on, say, normal mode, I think you have like a base ten percent chance, and so now you'd have a twenty percent chance. If you're playing on like torment levels, you can get up to like thirty or forty percent, which could become eighty percent chance, which is pretty good. Well, I played through the core game in hard mode. Yeah, and then. I forget what the two tiers above that were, but I'm getting. I, it's like expert and then mastery, right? Something like that. I was reading the description. I was, I was contemplating shifting up one gear in adventure mode to give you the option, and it said, you know, this is for someone who's got a really good set of gear and, yeah. and has enchanted everything. I haven't done any enchanting yet. So I'm like, I'll leave it in hard mode for the moment. Yeah, hard mode for leveling, it works pretty well. I mean, it gives you a little bit of an increase. It's still pretty much blindingly easy to get through it. You're never really in much risk. And uh, it works good. Now, like, my mage is now to the point where I have a shot at completing Torment 2s. Like, I can get through it, but there's some deaths involved. Solo. (laughs) Yeah, solo. And then Torment 1 now has become somewhat easy for him. So my farming has definitely increased pretty good. Uh, and the other thing they did in the latest patch was they increased the chances for plans to drop. And man, plans are dropping left and right. I got so much crap. I've had one set of plans drop. Once you hit entire, 70, okay, I'm still it's big. Do, I've, gotten, 52. I've gotten more as I've gone along, like leveling other characters. I, I have gotten some that I'll probably never really use. But at 70, you start getting these plans. You're like, oh, this is awesome. It dropped in. I need the special mat that I have to farm now. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. And you start 
I've reason. leveled most of my my trade skills to the point where they say, yeah. okay, now you don't give me gold anymore. Right. Go farm these things. Yeah. Like, I want uh, stuff. Huh, I'm definitely playing WoW now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's, uh, it's the same team. Definitely a good week to play, though, if you've uh, put it on. Oh, no, I've been having a ton of fun. So. I mean, it's been, I've had more playtime than usual just because with Ireland out of town, right. I've got more time in Too the bad. See, lock the kids in a room. That's, <laughs> Locks are not involved. Happening. I did not shorten their bedtime. They go back, they go to bed whenever they do. But right. then, daddy's all alone uh, and can mind meld with the computer and right. not offend anyone. So, uh, GOG also, or good old game, yeah, did yes. their uh, spring insomnia sale. <laughs> Aptly named. It's in it last year, which was had some, I mean, the, the legend of Jack Keane will live forever. Um, you talk about Reddit, look on Reddit about that. That was hilarious. Uh, but this year they did it, they made some improvements. Last year they had a thing where it was, a, it was basically a game would come up, it would have a limited amount of copies available at the price. You either bought it and once the copies were gone, a new game would come up. Now, interspersed in there were like Ultima 7 for free. And you had like, you know, 20 copies of that. And so you'd have to, you'd be furiously clicking and you'd be constantly watching the sale to see if you could maybe score some free stuff. That caused a lot of issues and was a pain in the butt. So this year they basically made it so as you're checking out, you had a chance to basically get a free game as you're checking out. So it made it a lot easier. It went pretty smooth. I used it as a. It went on sale for four bucks to pick up uh, Papers Please, which I'd always Papers, heard please. interesting things about. It was an indie darling, so I figured I'd give it a shot. And it's it's a game where you basically go to work. <laughs> I mean, that's the entire point of the game. It's kind of weird, but so like I found it most relaxing after I got done working for the day. Like I'd play it for a little bit, and I was kind of already in the mindset to be very detail oriented. And I played it for a bit, but it was kind of nice because instead of like sending a report, I got to send somebody off to be you know tortured. So it worked lovely. It works pretty well. Uh, it, I, I see the appeal, but I definitely have hit a point now with it where I'm like, oh my god, this is way too much like work. I'm done. <laughs> but it was an interesting... Uh, Office Simulator 2000. Yeah, pretty much. It was an interesting take, so that worked out well. Uh, and speaking about like Xbox Live, so their free game this month, or second free game this month, was Saints Row the Third, which I never really played, so I've been dinking around in there, and that's been a lot of fun, too. On that's the, uh, the ultra-violent... Um, it's GTA. It's a GTA, family. but it's GTA done completely over the top, silly. I mean, you rock around with the giant uh, dildo on a stick type <laughs> thing. And beat people and I wish you were kidding. No, yeah, it's it's crazy. But so outside of that, yeah, Diablo still uh, is definitely eating time, and uh, really the next big thing is Watch Dogs. Oh, uh, yes, the great FPS controversy of 2014. Have you been following that one? Mm-mm. People are losing their crap over the fact that on a, the Xbox One, I believe it's going to be 30 frames per second mm-hmm. and not 1080p. And yeah. it, it basically, it's, it's not what people were led to believe originally, which is 60 FPS at 1080p. Right. It's less than 1080p on both major platforms yeah. and 30 frames per second. Yep. And people are just saying, what about 
you know, this being the premier next-gen console title that can't even pull off 60 frames per second. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, dude. Because we're gamers on the internet and we will lose our shit over the the stupidest things. Especially over a game that nobody's played yet. (laughs) But there are numbers to be debated. Right, And and they're they're not the numbers. I know. They're not the numbers, Grail. The numbers are the numbers and the numbers are not the numbers. What are we going to do? That's right. Torch. Pitchfork. Yeah. Castle. Nah. It's... Yeah, it's been a, a thing to behold. I'm sure some of uh, are uh, complaining about it, but overall, it's looked at the first real super next-gen game that's going to be multi-platform. And True reveals his Redditor... God. <laughs> Dude. Fully works. Nice. Uh, True reveals his Redditor status um, with PC Master Race, which is a whole subreddit. Yeah. The uh, console peasants versus the PC master race is an ongoing fight. And, of course, because PC games, well, it all depends on your hardware. You can, how many FPS do you want, sir? Well, just, let's just interleave, you know, four video cards. Yeah, see, my favorite quote from Gabe ever was, uh, I'm an adult, I don't have to choose. I have, I have <laughs> I both. have them all! I have an Xbox One and I have a PC and I can play on whatever I feel like. So, <laughs> Truth. It's, spoken from on high. It really doesn't matter to me if one's better than the other because that's probably the one I'll use. I it. will go to the one that is best. <laughs> exactly. Yes, indeed. All right. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Alpha Geek Radio. Dot com. Yes, we occasionally can manage to get an episode out. I know. That's go figure. Uh, we're not dead yet. Uh, or we are dead, but we just haven't stopped moving yet. Right. And we'll be back right after this. Hey, Scott Johnson here from Frog Pants at frogpants.com. And you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio. ship sailed into harbor after 15 months at sea. The captain hit the tavern with his crew of 53. After drinking up their pay, they staggered through the town. But all the inns and public houses turned the sailors down. The captain said, fear not me lads, you all can come with me. I live just round the corner, and you all can stay for free. But when the captain's wife awoke upon the break of day, they say that you could hear her wailing clear to Botney Bay. Arsh! She said there's semen all around the bed and semen on the floor. Semen in the bathroom and behind the closet door. There's semen in the fireplace and semen in the hall. The living room is carpeted with semen wall to wall. There's 
semen in the entryway and semen on the stair. And worst of all, there's even semen in me underwear. There's some behind the larder and beneath the table, too. I do believe your semen got into me, Irish do. There's semen here in front of me and semen in the rear. My God, there's even semen hanging from the chandelier. There's semen on the windowsill and semen in the yard. The semen even left a stain upon the St. Bernard. Although I am a patient wife, tis more than I can bear to wake up in the morning with your semen in my hair. I ne'er again do wish to see thee darken up my door. So clean up all your semen and come round my way no more. So clean up all your semen and come round my way. Researched Chaos. Casually Hardcore continues live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. Researched Chaos brought to you by you. Or at least the researchers from the uh, research thread at AlphaGeekRadio.com. Brought to you by the Fast Interwebs, yes. It has been a week of much network neutrality, uh, speechifying and whining and complaining, and we're in the request for comments periods for the next 120 <clears throat> days, so don't expect any news anytime soon. But, thankfully, the contributor to this week's thread, <clears throat> whose shirt I am wearing, even as we speak, Boba Fetish. So, thank you, Boba, for contributing, because I love saying your name. Teehee, I am easily amused. Ha-ha. Ha-ho, ho-ho, ha-ha, hee-hee, to the happy home. Right. Hmm. So, you want to go with uh, Harrison? Uh, which one? The um, the team oh, behind yeah. the sequel sure. to Blade Runner have invited right Harrison Ford to participate. Um, that's really all the news that there is actually behind this. But of course. Movie nerds have lost their crap over it. Yeah. Um, I was more like, they're making a sequel to Blade Runner? <laughs> and, and Ridley Scott is on board for it. Yeah. So it's it's not like it's a bastard stepchild right. or anything. Or a remake. Or a re... Or, uh, I would rather have this than a reboot. No doubt. Because um, it's an interesting world. And I mean, it was a rich space that they really only did the one. It's what I really it. wish... It's definitely... Uh, there's there's tons of stories to be had there, even if, if if only the characters you met during Blade Runner. Sure, you could have dozens of movies worth of stuff because they they Ridley Scott. One of the things he does well is world building. Yeah, and so that's why you know you, you go and you watch Alien, right? And yes, it's a horror movie suspense film in space, right? But behind that, you have this whole really easy-to-absorb and interesting-sounding society Mm -hmm. just from the casual banter between the characters. So you get this whole concept of the company, 
and the company runs and rules all. And then it's just kind of almost a throwaway line, but it really informs the whole world that these people, yeah, of course we're going to do what we told, we're told. Right. The company told us to land on this rock, and hey, we get bonus pay for it, so that's what people in this world do. Um, similarly, the world of Blade Runner, we got dropped into basically a bounty hunter slash cop drama. Right. You know, a buddy cop without the buddy, because the other guy was a complete asshole, Edward James Olmos. Yeah. Young Edward James yep. Olmos, um, who still has, had the most awesome-looking face in the world, even back then. Oh, yeah. Um, <coughs> but the world was... I mean, there's a reason why this is held to be a classic, almost the progenitor of cyberpunk oh, yeah. um, cinema. And you you wind up as a fan of two minds. Yeah, I want more. Mm-hmm. No, no. Let it stand I, on its own. I've seen yeah. Highlander two. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> I, I'm a person who has witnessed what can be done to a beloved franchise in the wrong hands. Um. And yet. I also am a fan who has is is living through the Marvel universe coming right. to cinema, and we routinely love on that. Yeah, but it's a little different because it's not like the Marvel universe had much going for it before it came. I mean, in terms of movies, it's not like there was a grand Marvel movie that was done in the nineteen eighties. But no, each each that. movie that they have released is an opportunity for them to screw up. Oh, show sure. yeah, no, I get that piece, but it's it's a little different for Blade Runner because you've already hit what many consider one of the best movies, like on top ten lists. I mean, one of best the greatest movies, of movies all time, ever made, not just yeah. best sci fi so fantasy. It's tough to you're going to go into that well. It's a little different than going and saying I'm going to take a property that's beloved in a different media and bring it to the screen. Yeah, I mean, it, the, it has a different connotation. The Star Wars prequels come to mind. Oh yeah, that's more. I think Chinatown and the Two Jakes comes to mind. Right. That that was more more of an al- of an analogy for this because it was you know, separated by many years yeah. and it was. Please, Police Academy, Police Academy 2. I mean, totally. Don't make me come up. <laughs> totally the same thing. Totally the yeah. same thing. Blade Runner is right up there. Right, right. Gutenberg, Ford, <laughs> you know. <laughs> same, same difference. Why do I hang out See, with See, if Harrison guys? Ford had the dude who made all the sounds with his mouth, that would have been awesome. <laughs> that had a whole different Blade Runner then. You and, you and even, there would be no talk about a sequel that time. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. from leakynews.com, great website name. Right. A sequel to the iconic 80s sci-fi film Blade Runner is in the works, and the production company behind it, Alcon Entertainment, has put out an offer to Harrison Ford to reprise his role as Rick Deckard. Now, in the other reports I've read, they weren't sure, they, all they could confirm was that they had offered a role to him. Right. Because the implication, and screw spoiler alert to this point. If you haven't seen Blade Runner by now, I'm very sorry for you. Um, The implication at the end of Blade Runner is that Deckard is a replicant. Yeah. And the the writers and producers have basically gone on record since then saying, yeah, 
he was a replicant the whole time. Um, so he was hunting his own kind, and there's all right. kinds of shades of, oh, God, my people. Um, but there's no... And all the replicants, except for one, Rachel, that we know of for sure, all have built-in termination dates. Right. Which was the whole story arc of um, Howard's character. Um, where he was railing against... The, the fact that his his destiny was pre-chosen for him and he, he <coughs> I want more life ever right his, his whole uh, conflict meeting with his creator the facts of life speech mm-hmm. um, so this movie is supposedly set many years in the future so we were saying well shouldn't he be dead Unless he was also Unless he was set also there. like yeah. Rachel, who was one of the replicants who was set out there with with a fake set of memories and no built in termination date. Yeah. So what happens when a replicant gold grows old? I mean, there's there's great storytelling potential there. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is all this is all from a short story, "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep?" Right. Um, the whole artificial life versus human life, interesting tale study. Um, can they ever live up to what we've imagined, though? It's tough. It's I mean, a, look at the guys. Do you follow Sherlock, the BBC Sherlock? Sure. Did you watch the most recent? Three, yeah. Okay. So you see the, how, how the, they... You how, mean the, the the first episode where they Where, where they, tap, they tap dance yeah, around. basically... And they never tell, they tell you, you what really what happened. What really happened. And the writers basically said, we know... Whatever we chose right. could never be good enough. Yeah. So we're not going to tell you. Yeah. Maybe we did. Maybe we didn't. Right. We and should. we're going to leave it in your brain as the viewer. Yeah. And I think that's really their only out is yeah. you don't try to live up to the hype. Can Blade Runner ever live up? Yeah. Can Blade Runner 2 ever live up to the hype that we fans are capable of generating um because i i can i can imagine quite a lot maybe it just depends on what it's really the fact that they're inviting harrison ford to come and what does that mean is he going to be a major character or is he just a cameo is he is he another replicant of of decker right or what? Or what is he? Does it does it have much bearing on the story? Because I think the world itself is it going to be a pin park right alone? And I think then you kind of left Blade Runner to stand on its own. And you can have the sequel, be it just a story in L.A. or wherever they really want to set it, because they're not really even tied to that location. Has Hollywood ever really, truly given us? Here's another movie in the same universe without the same cast. Have they ever really tried that? Because authors have done that. Yeah. They say, uh, what, uh, Terry Brooks. Sure. Shannara sure. jumps around in time like crazy. And there's some through lines. I mean, Al-Anon was an asshole through many of those books. But... <laughs> okay, so has that Hollywood ever done that with, like, a good movie? No. Not that jumps to mind. Like, yeah, how about the, at all? The sequel to Dungeons & Dragons, I think, had a separate cast. 
totally separate, still in the same universe. The so same, they, yeah. they've at least shown a willingness to try it. Right. But it's never usually major... terrible movies, though, that, yeah. have, that have, or movies where they signed an actor that now they can no longer afford, and so right. they swap up the cast, but keep it in the same. Uh, See, I, I think Hollywood is addicted to the star. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they, they feel like they won't get the audience if the if the the star power is not there, and they like what works. They know that that works. It's, prov- it's a proven formula, and let's make it and, happen. And we're potentially risking hundreds of millions of dollars here for a major production, and I don't want to be the guy that will never work in industry again because I lost the studio hundreds of millions of dollars. So I, I understand their motivations, but yeah. I really think they're missing out. Right. And I think Disney, Marvel, you know, are the first ones to branch out and say, this is all one universe. Right, right. And they have a chance then. But they have they have a crutch. Right. They have the established Marvel fan base. Sure. Who understands the universe and is going to show up. until uh, They're, they're going to have to screw up really hard multiple times to drive us away yeah. at this point. Oh, yeah. So they're operating from a safe position of, of world building of, yeah, we have the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it's going to poke its nose into television, <coughs> and it's going to poke its nose into Netflix, right. and we're going to test the water, and it's all one big happy, and, and it gives us pawns we can shuffle around, and, and the ones that become favorites can turn up other places, because we know you love them. Sure. So Kobe Smulders is on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Samuel L. Freakin' Jackson is on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with uh, fairly regularity. Yeah. Um, but... Outside of that, I've never really seen them demonstrate a willingness to come to the Blade Runner universe and say, it's here, and you will see no one from the last movie. There will be concepts. There will be replicants. Right. There will be you know, the enormous, sprawling city monolith architecture. There will be um, the Blade Runners as you know the hunters of the rogue replicants but you're not going to see a a person or an actor through line i've never seen a willingness to to try that and i think they're they're leaving money on the table there yeah it's but it's tough yeah i mean they cuz they're it goes against what they're used to seeing so it goes is, against the safe goes against the safety and but this may be an opportunity for them to show that. But it they're, can work. They're, they're showing them. No, we got hair. We want to get Harrison oh, on get board. Harrison on board. Yeah, I mean, got to get Deckard in there. Otherwise, people won't show up. Bullcrap. Yeah. You market this as a Blade Runner movie, and you show me trailers that excite me. I don't care if Harrison Ford's in it. I yeah. will show up with money. Well, I mean, you could argue Star Wars. The prequels didn't have any. But they were playing the droids. Characters. Well, the droids. But that's about it. Palpatine. Eh, I mean, come on. He, he, he was a totally different guy. Like, in terms of his his look, I mean, he was not burnt up guy, at least in the first movies. I, I was kind of happy that they had the foresight to cast a young guy yeah. in makeup to do him no in, kidding. in uh, Return of the Jedi so he could still be around. Just be perfect. Yeah, it worked out great. Exactly. Um, so. Yeah. So I, I mean, even if they'd been filming episode seven, which just started. Um, and they had not included Ford or Carrie or um, Mark Hunt, um in it as well. 
I think you still would have said, been, I think there still would have been a good level of excitement for it, and you would be having a movie taking place in the Star Wars universe with none of the cast. Yeah. I think well, they could do it. They have indicated a willingness to do that. Yeah. And again, this is Marvel Disney, because it's right. all one big freaking right, right. monolith now, but the much anticipated fabled Boba Fett movie. Sure. Freestanding. I mean, they were, they were talking about, I think, two or three non. You know, Roman numeral Star episodes Wars, yeah. of just s- movies set in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, that'll work. I hope. Right. It works wonderfully, and I hope it's characters we've never seen before, but in familiar settings. Yeah. That'd be nice. So, yeah. All right. We slaughtered that topic. Uh, let's see. So, okay, Fast and Furious series doesn't count. No, I'm sorry. I didn't even deny that with a response. But you are technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's happened. Speaking it's of really just, crappy movies, it just doesn't happen with really iconic big name movies, is right. the thing, or big name world built places. Like, it just doesn't. Um, so, anyways, a uh, big trailer came out for the Flash TV series. Yeah, good five minute. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of crossover with Arrow because yep. of the first episode. Of course. Whole passing of the Torch God, from Starling off. City to Central City. Central City, yeah. Um, the, they show a lot of the origin story, the particle accelerator that creates the storm that makes all the metahumans. Right. Which is DC's mutants, or yeah. not mutants because they're created by an event, but they, they set up the world of yeah. Barry is falls in with a group of people who are fighting against the bad metahumans, right? Right, and there's potential there. I mean, it's, yeah, it's see where it goes. Beautiful people, of course, left, right, and center because it's the CW. Um, but I mean, they have a good article here that really went through that they put a lot of. Comic book references. There's within there. I'm, I'm not a DC fanboy. So yeah, I probably didn't, I. didn't mean nearly as much to me. But apparently, it's rife with Easter eggs. Yeah. So it was. It seems like they are at least giving that world service. I've been really. Ha- I haven't caught the season finale yet for Arrow, but I've been happy with the treatment of that character through. The All seasons. reviews indicate that the season finale was quite good. Good. I mean, it has like, oof, man. When they do a season finale, they don't they don't mess around usually. It's People usually die. Like big time stuff happens. There will be death. Yeah. So I mean, good guy, bad guy. Usually, and Starling City is usually like, oh man, that place is getting wrecked again. <laughs> Starling City, bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, do not buy real. It's the guy. It's it's you know Gotham two point Right. Um, but what I actually liked most, oddly, about the um, trailer they've gone realistic with his costume it yeah. gaps and it folds and they've tr- not tried to maintain the spandex Sleek. level of perfection yeah. and good because that would be a, that would just be un- wrong and right. distracting and just you give him the suit <clears throat> it re- it's it looks funky because it resists, you know, the, the, the friction. extreme friction yeah. of him moving so fast, and scene, right. and and because I mean they've never referred to Green Arrow as Green Arrow. Um, He's been once the Arrow, the Vigilante, 
I've never heard. I mean, I've never heard. There is a scene where Dax's main squeeze, um, squeeze. Captain Jack, whose name? Captain Jack Harkness, um, John Barrowman. John Barrowman. They're sitting at dinner, and he says something about it. He says, "I'd call it the Green Arrow." And and uh, Oliver looks at him and goes, "That's a stupid name." <laughs> like, or he said something to the hey, lantern on it. That <laughs> sucks. <laughs> like, basically. Um, but yeah, they do make mention because he found the Green Arrow and like that. But they always call him either yeah, the, the cowl, hood, the hood, the, cowl, the hood, the, the, the the vigilante. The a fun, little, fun little interchange with Barry Allen in in this preview. Yeah. And remember, wear a mask. Right. Which Oliver learned the hard yeah. way. Yeah. And now wears a mask. Yep. Um, so, this is an interesting thing to watch. Because mm-hmm. Arrow is can be described as a spinoff from Smallville. Though sure. Not really. Not, not really. actually in the same universe. No. They just realized, hey, people really like this. We had character. something here. Let's expand on it. Let's yeah. kind of re- reboot it. Right. As some series. This is a direct view. These guys, there's going to there's gonna be crossover episodes. Uh-huh. This is Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. Angel, exactly. For the times where they ran concurrently. Yeah. Um, this is the weird thing where you see DC... Leveraging their properties well. Right, which is rare. <laughs> well, rare except for, in, I mean, the the Marvel animated stuff I've seen. Yeah. With a very few exceptions. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I liked Doctor sure. Strange. That um, was okay. That was pretty good. It was all right. Um, but DC's been and that's about a million <laughs> times better. The, their animated sure. stuff, way better. Even the Superman stuff I can tolerate in the animated Superman space. versus the Elite. Yeah. Was that was pretty, pretty darn entertaining. Yeah. Um, hell, freaking Justice League Doom. They oh, took yeah. they took the Super Friends, yeah, that was and made fun. it into it was, it was sixteen kinds of awesome, right? Because it was the Super Friends. Well, it was it was it was sixteen kinds of awesome because you went, wow, Batman is scary as hell. Yes, because he's basically figured out how to kill everyone, and that's, that's, <laughs> that's taken directly from storylines, right. right? But you look at the, the Bruce Wayne character and you say, oh god, he would totally do that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it made say it was a great story, but now the, the animated animated stuff where the Boy incredible. Scout gets it and says, "Yeah, yeah, I, I, so I could go rogue." Right, you have you have to be my check against right. me. I'm going to be yours because yeah, obviously. So because I'm uh, the Boy Scout, right? But um, but no, so. it, it was, yeah. There's so, good so, stuff so happening DC, there. DC does but they're talking about live action, right? DC's had a lot outside of the Dark Knight series, which I mean is just because it's Batman, but it's, it was very self-contained. Yeah, I mean Green Lantern not been hot. Not the they keep not making Wonder. The fact they keep not right. making Wonder Woman they is can't a get sin Wonder Man, Woman on off the, the ground. So you have two. I guess you'd almost. I mean. B plus team characters, yeah. I would say. I mean, they're Justice League. They're pretty core members, but they're they're not the big three, right? So they, uh, but they're in in themselves have now with Arrow. They've established a good universe, and now they can expand. Well, arguably, Flash. Smallville was Superman before he was interesting. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't find Smallville interesting. I, I didn't either, but, <laughs> but it found its audience. It oh did. God, did it oh, find yeah. its audience? It yeah. wasn't and us. They leveraged, they leveraged a lot of what they learned with that show right. and brought it in Arrow. They said, "Here's how we can grab 
younger people and right. get, get that audience. But at the same time, we can tell a much darker story than we did ever with Smallville. I love the fact that Oliver was offing people left oh, and yeah. center at the beginning. Yeah. And only backed off it later once yeah. he realized that this and is not still necessi- falls off the wagon oh, God, so he often. But, but he's, not, he's trying. He is not freaking Batman. Yeah. He is not, yeah. I don't kill. Like, no. no, I kill when it suits me. Yeah, there's there's times where I have to kill people. And and I, and I and the, the interesting part is the, back, the flashbacks that tell you how he got right. that way and learned right. to be a killer. Yeah. Because um, they uh, got to do it sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm curious to see if they can keep that same momentum. Obviously, The Flash is a much different character yeah. than uh, Oliver Queen, but if they keep the same vibe, if they're able to keep the same balance between beautiful and subs, you know, substantive to- uh, stories, right. they, have a, they have a good thing going on the CW. We'll see if they what tone they try to strike with Flash. Right, I'm sh- it, it almost seems like it has to be a little bit lighter, but you still have you know boy, Flash is always boy been. whose mom was killed, father was framed for it. He knows the truth, but nobody believes them. Type things for so. me. Flash has always been DC's Spider Man. Oh yeah, cocky, flippant, right, little shit. Yep, um, with a lot of power. With. And the discovery over time of, of exactly how extensive yeah. his powers are. Because he just starts out as a speedster. Right. And then he winds up as an interdimensional jumping yeah. galactic level power. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll see how far they take him in this incarnation. Right. He can go off through walls because of that and stuff. And, and, yeah. and do the whole dimensional rift yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they'll continue to, to yeah. do good service to the characters. Um, if you've caught up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, I have the season finale for that and the season finale for Arrow still to watch. I hope they can maintain the, oh, this didn't suck after all. No, really? Um, Good. Through to next season. Good. Um, it's, it's obviously the last few episodes has gotten a lot of A lot of the things we hated, right. Ward in particular. Yeah. Oh! You were you were that boring, right? Accidentally, you were on. There was a reason for that. I wasn't expecting there to be. A, I just thought you were a bad actor. Yeah. Exactly. No, your character was written, written this. Your character yeah. was written this way, and you were playing it the way. Oh, in retrospect, this yeah. makes sense. Yeah. We don't normally get that kind of storytelling on TV because they're not no. allowed to build that way. The and, the main question is: is I mean, can, obviously, can they maintain? Can they maintain it? And did they? shred too much of an audience as they went along to get to that payoff. I think they know they live in the internet age and they know that we've all gone, no, 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 come back, no, come back, come back. Better, it's better, yeah. So I, they know they have a chance right. that they I, I, can I, I, bring them back. I hope, I'm assuming and they have, it's on ABC, they have a ton of money behind them. Right. It's not Fox. <laughs> it's not Fox. So oh, R.I.P. being human. We, we at least have another season. Almost human. Not, yeah, our, almost human, yeah. No, almost human Got axed. No, that's what I mean. Almost humans dead. Being humans Being dead human, as well, but that but, actually but did it, its it ended, right? Yeah. <laughs> it didn't die. It finished. Right. So yeah, much sad. Yeah, but it was, no. it, it, it was the typical Fox thing. Hey, let's shoot it and then air it out of order and and suck it. Change what day it's we on. We hate sci-fi fantasy on Fox, apparently. Uh, so other than that, there's uh, you know a little tidbit that there's uh, going to be Rachel Talalay is going to be the first female uh, Doctor Who director since 2010. Yeah, the last one was uh, Amy's Choice, which was a yeah. really good episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the BBC Wales just hasn't really been big on on, on the women on the production side no. in general. 
Um, and they got kind of some press about that. Like, uh, hey, you know, you have weak character, female characters, you have no directors, blah, 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 no female doctor, right. you know, excluding... Uh, yeah, because there was some speculation that this might be the time that they went, because they, they've literally yeah. dropped the fact that you can regenerate as a woman right. into the storyline. Because he's talking about you know, the Corsair friend of his, and when always, whenever he came back, he, he, sometimes she, would have this tattoo. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're laying the groundwork for, for pulling the trigger on it at some point. Yeah. Um, but that all that being said, I'm really looking forward to seeing Peter Capaldi's yeah. role. I think he's going to nail it. I'm excited for it. I'm I'm much more excited for this one than it was when Tennant left and Smith came. Yeah, that was more like I don't know Smith. I mean, <laughs> there, there were some Smith episodes that I really liked, but as yeah. an aggregate, my least favorite of the new incarnations. Yeah, out um, of the three, sure. Yeah. Um. And I would put, you know, Pertwee ahead of him any day, um, and what's his name? Uh, God, I'm getting old. I guess so. I'm officially getting old. I can't remember. Tom Baker, but right. later, the last one before they went on hiatus, dang it. Oh. Uh, Sylvester McCoy. Yeah. Um, horrifyingly bad writing in his era. Yeah. Um, loved his portrayal of the Doctor. Okay. Um, he nailed the whole... Slightly comical front end with an ancient knowledge of the universe yeah. just below the surface and really quick to anger. Um, and God help you if, if you pissed him off. You got that, right? But he'd rather be the happy-go-lucky guy if you just leave him alone and let him. But you know, oh, you're gonna mess with me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I'm just I'm. They did the whole push it till you know, the August September time frame. I know, and gonna, but at least they're not splitting the season in half this time. Right. So at least people swallow it all in one yep. one gulp. Um, this will be make or break for me. I mean, I mean, I'm an old school Doctor Who fan, so I will probably always turn up and watch. Sure. Um, but I was the, the last, you know, season seven for me. Not so good. It was a, the second half in particular. Yep. I, until the last episode. None of those grabbed me at all. And I really, I think it's not only, I mean, Matt Smith I was used to by that point, but I didn't like the companion. Um, Clara. Clara. Like, she big, never. Big mystery girl. She never Clara. grabbed me as much as. Following a the ponds is, is a, it was a hard act to follow. Or even, you know, even any of the ones that Tenet ran with. I mean, it just wasn't as interesting. Um, I loved Amy and Rory. Because they, they, especially with the little webisodes they did yeah. for them of, and the fact that they really reinforced the, we've been traveling with the Doctor for a really freaking long time, like right. 12 years of time, and you've only looked in at the interesting bits. Little bits here and there, right, right. And so the fact the, the whole huge story arc has happened here, but I would have, I wanted to see more of it. Yeah. The whole husband-wife team yeah. where they've firmly pushed the romantic interest between the companion and the doctor out, out, the, out the doors. Yeah. And it, it was just way more interesting to me than any other companion or set of companions before then. So we got to see them, you know, in love, transition to married couple, Facing the weird challenges of hanging out with the doctor, yeah. breaking up, getting back together, um, you know, facing the the, the yeah. consequence of hey, our daughter is yeah, we kind of grew up with her, 
but we didn't right, get to be right. parents, and now I can't have yeah, kids. Some twisted and, stuff that happened. For but sure. it, it, for damn interesting storytelling, and I wanted it. Just, it felt a, a, too abruptly over for me. And I know the seasons are shorter in Great Britain and all that crap, but I, I just. Yeah, I want more of what I like, Dan. Oh, yeah, no, it was good. It you was you will service me. It was very compelling for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and and Clara was was weak was weak, this is weak after that. Yeah, I don't even, but I don't know. Following the pawns didn't help, but I don't know. Even standalone, she just was kind of like, yeah. she was gimmicky because they did the whole. She's dead. She's dead, and she's, she's back. back. And she's dead again. Right. And she's a mystery. It's the same person, but it's not the and same the, the person. Pay, and the payoff was. Fairly interesting, it okay. and it was a, a good lead into the to the war doctor. Sure. And but even that, that I, I didn't think was as big. They didn't do as much with that as I would have hoped. Other than it just being the setup. Well, for the well because people being people, right? People wouldn't agree to be involved. So this, sure. I, so to me, this is the best they could do with the resources they sure. had available. Sure, Eccleston wouldn't show up, right? So they had to create the war doctor to fill the gap that yep. would have been him. And Tennant and Smith were willing yeah. to show up, and they even had the 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 pre um, cameo of Peter Capaldi's right. eyeballs, right, right, because they can. Right. <laughs> and, the, and the only reason they could do that is because they've had the actor in previous episodes and could do the screen grab, playing completely different roles. Um, he was also in Torchwood, thing, uh, right? Yeah, right. He's in. Uh Children of Earth. Children of Earth, yeah. He yeah. was a he was despicable the, human being. Yeah, the government. Yeah. He was know. government, and he was also the voice of the aliens, because they were talking back to him with his own right, voice, right, which was kind of right. creepy as hell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, looking forward to it. No, oh, yeah. Can't, can't come fast enough. to him. Yeah, no. But we're, it, yeah, we're in kind of a dearth of uh, stuff yeah. now. Everything's gone Everything's on hiatus, up. and it's gotten kind of quiet. I've... Actually made it a point because, like, I don't know. For some reason, like, Venture Brothers never did much for me, but I decided I'm going to watch the seasons that are on Netflix. It's better now. Like, I'm in a better space to accept How, how it. far Season is... Season two. I think they only have two seasons. Season one is kind of a standalone it weird is. trial yeah. thing, and then they actually start doing story arcs yeah. in season two. Yeah. It's been um, okay. <laughs> not great, but it's okay. When they start focusing on... Um, Doctor Girlfriend and yeah, the Monarch. That's what they've been. That's where about work. You'll, you'll get more of that, yeah. and it's pretty damn awesome. Yeah, it's uh, funny. But so that's so basically for now, it's going to be a lot of what's on Netflix. Yeah, oh, what, it's time what, to catch. What up have on I this. always intended yeah. to watch? Never had yeah. time. I'm to. like like my next thing after I finish this will probably be the Clone Wars. Like go through the whole series on uh, there. I caught that. The I binge watched. The, it came out the week I was at the TED conference. Oh, okay. So every the night, evening, yeah, I was just in the hotel. I, yeah. Just me. I'm winding down. Let's do two or three episodes yeah. of the last season. So that's my. I haven't. I mean, I've watched here and there episodes, so I'm going to just watch the whole thing. That's sure. what I'm looking forward to is Rebels. Yeah, because uh, it's basically the same team, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that Ahsoka is going to show up. Because she's potentially survived the Great Purge. Yeah. Because she walked away from the Order. And why the hell wouldn't they want to tell the end of that story? Or just use her as a continuing character. Right, right. You're the outcast, (laughs) non-Jedi Jedi Jedi to carry you through the the, The, the hidden years. Yeah, yeah. Um, But the characters they've rolled out and and the art style, and I think it's going to be the same kind of fun Mm -hmm. we got used to. 
in a totally new era. You know, speaking of occupying built worlds right. and telling more stories, ta-da! Yeah, yeah. Now this this is, I think, you know, this is the live action television series that we never got. Right. This is the era they intended to tell stories in. Oh yeah. And they just couldn't get the money together because to do it the way George wanted to, there's going to be a million dollars plus per episode. No, per, not per season, per episode. So, um, I'm glad you're sitting down. Boba Fetish hopes Boba shows up. <laughs> Shocking. Shocked I was. <laughs> this is pre-Sarlacc, so there's right. every opportunity yeah. for early 20s Boba, or late teens Boba, who's just finding his footing as uh, a bounty hunter to show up. In fact, if they're clever... They'll introduce him without the armor, under an assumed name. Yeah. We won't know who he is until the big reveal. Right, right. Puts and on the ma- the helmet. To me, like, that was oh. one of the most fun things about season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. was the, holy crap, we've been watching Death Loss Origin Story, right. and we didn't even freaking know it. Right, right. Um, I would love if they if they trot in, you know, totally nondescript Tauntaun Handler number three. Yeah. And he gets... A little He's more got involved. some skill. Make us like him. Yeah. And yeah. oh look, Mandalorian armor. Yeah, that was my uh, father's. What? <laughs> and there's a big bounty on. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. So there's tons of fun they could do with that. Or he should just disintegrate somebody. So that way you've set that line up. <laughs> no disintegrations, oh. damn it. <laughs> like whoops. <laughs> Sorry. That'd be awesome. Don't breathe. No, you're breathing him, yes. All right. Let's wrap this baby up, because I'm sick of sharing strep with you over a That's right. (laughs) You want strep? Is this how you get strep? Right. You have been listening to the shared microphone edition of Casually Hardcore. Uh, Sadly, sans uh, Skype call-ins. We shall return next week, same bat time, same bat channel, hopefully with a non-sick Daxa and the proper number of microphones and a mixing desk. Uh, two turntables and a microphone. Anyway, there you go. Um, you can find us on the web. Come to alphageekradio.com. On Twitter, it's at alphageekradio or at gnomewise or at izzygrail. Killed Israel the other day, by the way. I thought of you. Yep. Now um, oh, we should. Diablo <laughs> 3, baby. <laughs> Took my name. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, hate mail should be addressed to the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. I have been no wise. And I've been Grail. And we are <laughs> spinning on the microphone <laughs> out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.